Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 48, numero 48. Let's jump right into it. Uh, let's assume that you get arrested and you are there and you are meeting with your spiritual leader who comes in to talk with you. And the question is, for can a prosecutor in that situation secretly record your confession to your spiritual leader and then use that uh, to convict you of the heinous crime of which you have been accused. Uh, obviously, we're talking hypothetically here, but we're saying that if you were in that position, could a prosecutor do that? And we should note that, obviously, if the uh, a person that is accused is meeting with his attorney, it is absolutely clear that a prosecutor cannot record that conversation uh, because of the attorney-client privilege. But then you ask the question, well, what about the priest penitent privilege? Can the prosecutor get around that? And this is actually the answer to this question is no, the prosecutor cannot do that. And this is actually uh, comes from a Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision from 1997, uh, Mo Mochitis versus Harkley Road. I can't pronounce this. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, and I'll have the citations in the show notes. But here is a uh, provision that was drafted summarizing that uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision in Mokaitis v. Harkwood is instructive in this regard. At issue in Mokaitis was whether a prosecutor's taping of an accused killer's confession to a Catholic priest violated the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The Ninth Circuit noted that such an action clearly was a substantial burden on the priest's exercise of religion. Furthermore, <clears throat> excuse me, furthermore, the Ninth Circuit found that taping the confession was not the least restrictive means to accomplish the government's compelling governmental interest. Mekaitis demonstrates the governmental intrusion into the priest penitent communications an area of communication that has long been protected throughout the history of the United States is not the least restrictive means of accomplishing a compelling government interest. Um, so what are the practical takeaways here? Well, now, for a few of you that are astute listeners of the Religion Law Quiz podcast, you may say, well, hey, this is a Ninth Circuit case, and you're talking about uh, – the application of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act in a federal context, is that problematic? And the answer is uh, this particular decision was overruled on other grounds by the Supreme Court City of Bernie versus Flores decision. And what that basically said is the Federal Rest Religious Freedom Restoration Act doesn't apply uh, uh, to the states, and then that's when we get the states adopting their own uh, Religious Freedom Restoration Acts. But the point here is the the Ninth Circuit is saying that, you know, setting that issue aside because the uh, states have essentially followed the federal law, the Ninth Circuit is saying is that is a substantial burden on the exercise of religion, and it's not permissible. And I would say in addition to that, even though this blurb that I read doesn't 
uh, touch on it. I think from an evidentiary standpoint, when you have a priest penitent privilege, that the, the whole point of that is to prohibit that sort of those sort of communications from being introduced into evidence. And that goes back to an earlier discussion that we had, uh, an earlier podcast when we were talking about the priest penitent privilege. And the whole point of that is that you want to have a situation where you can go into your spiritual advisor and truly open up your heart, excuse me, lay it all out on the line, tell your spiritual advisor what's been going on and get guidance about the changes that you need to make. And the law says we need to protect that, just like the law says we need to protect the attorney-client privilege. Uh, And then I I need to add a little caveat that uh, the priest-penitent privilege might differ a bit from state to state. So you'll need to look at the particular state that you are in. Uh, But as a general rule, the priest-penitent privilege does apply. And so if you need to confess these items to your priest, uh, you typically will have the protections of the law. Again, with the caveat being you may want to do a Google search and find what the law is in your particular state. All right. That does it for today's podcast. I hope you found this interesting and helpful. Uh, as always, if you uh, are finding these podcasts helpful, please leave a review. It helps other people find them. And obviously, uh, feel free to share these with your friends. I will see you on the next Religion Law Quiz. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, Religion Law Quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.